Welcome to Inside the Castle, the podcast that goes behind castle doors to have real conversations with real people about solving the nation's toughest challenges. I'm one of your hosts today, Aaron Schneider. And I'm Emily Trevoya. In this episode, we're learning more about the construction management innovation effort, in particular, the resident management system, better known as RMS, and the current state of construction management within the Army Corps of Engineers. Today, we are talking with Derek Godfrey and Renee Mullenix-Posey. Thanks for joining us here today. Thank you for having us. Great to be here. So before we get started, we'd like to know our guests a little bit. Uh, we've already met Derek in the first episode of this series, but could you give us a quick refresher? And then Renee, can you tell us about yourself, your background, and what your current role within the Corps is? Sure, Aaron. Thank you. Yeah, I'm Derek Godfrey. I work in the um, Engineering and Construction Division at headquarters in the construction branch where I'm leading a construction management innovation uh, effort that we have underway. We've started in the last Oh, a year, year and a half ago, we, we brought the a team together to really start looking at how the core could work to adopt some new technologies and practices and whatnot uh, to really get us a little more on par with industry and our use of technology and the, and the tools we give folks out in the field to be more efficient themselves and then to, to build more efficient projects you know, of higher quality and safer. So we're looking at a lot of different things. When we started this, we also took on the management and oversight of the resident management system, RMS. So that's the one legacy thing that we we have and we own and we and we run and, and keep it online and keep it operating to provide that tool for our construction management teams to execute construction projects out there in the field. And along with that, we've got some other lines of effort. We've got our construction management platform, which is really the project to replace RMS with a new modern commercial system that's it's you know purpose built for construction management, utilizing all the latest cloud type technologies for collaboration, integration, automated workflows, and all all things like that. We've got another knowledge uh, base program we're calling the Construction Management Administration Application, which you'll again hear about in a podcast down the road. And then we've got our construction management research and development effort that we're working with Urtic to look at a lot of other technologies like 360 cameras, drones, robotics, things of that nature that industry is adapting to construction. And we're looking how we can get those embedded more into core processes and used on our projects to make our folks and our projects more effective. Hi, I'm Renee Mullinex-Posey, and I am with Arctic Information Technology Laboratory. My background is with software development, and for the last two to three years, I have been uh, involved with RMS as the technical project manager, just overseeing the day-to-day operations of the uh, system and overseeing our contractors, working with the various organizations that we work with to keep RMS up and running for our users. Well, thanks, Derek and Renee. So can you tell us what tools do construction management team members have available to them right now? Sure. Yeah. So the the main tool that we have, at least in the the execution of that construction contract from the date we get a contract awarded to a contractor, as we work through delivering that and turning it over to the end user, the main tool that the enterprise provides to the, the field teams out there at our districts and centers is the resident management system that was actually developed by the core back in about 30 40 years ago it's been it's gone through a few different iterations we had rms a dos based version i believe and it finally got into windows and 
and then in the mid 2010s, about 2016, 17, RMS 3.0 came about. And so it's been core developed and really that is the main tool that the core that provides the enterprise. Prior to construction, there's also, at least from the, the kind of the management of the project, you've got the ProgeNet Dr. Checks program, which is used mainly for design reviews and you know going through and commenting and, and getting the comments resolved on our project designs before they do go to construction. So those are kind of the two main tools. Obviously, there's a whole host of CAD, BIM type tools that are more of the technical nature, what we focus on in construction management to really improve the management and delivery of the project, those collaboration tools um, to have our team working together, easily exchanging information, all being on the same page on what's going on on the project um, and things of that nature. The, the thing with those tools is the core built out RMS industry was also in the mostly in the, around the early 2000s, really starting to take computer programs to a new level and and make them more business specific type applications. So construction management software programs started being developed by the industry in the early 2000s. And since then have really surpassed the capability of RMS and really provide a whole host of functionality that doesn't even exist in RMS. So that's what we're looking to bring by replacing RMS. And as far as, like I say, the tools that we have now are pretty limited. You've got RMS, which is an opportunity, provides the opportunity for government project team members to exchange some fairly limited data set with construction contractors. Our submittals go through there, our correspondence, our requests for information, um, some safety stuff, pay apps, uh, scheduling, and, and some things of that nature. But it's it's limited to a small subset of the stakeholders of a project, which is a big limiting factor. And we're looking to improve that by, by getting a system that brings in all of our stakeholders and then just has more robust features. So that's the main tool. And like I said, that's what we're charged with administering until we can get it replaced with a new more powerful system. Thanks. It sounds like it's probably quite the challenge to be able to keep RMS up and running and make it useful for people being an older system with some challenges. I was wondering, how does the construction management innovation initiative support the users using the RMS or resident management system? So we have a fairly large team. It takes a number of different organizations to support the system. We work with CEIT. They support all of our hardware. So anytime we have, we're seeing latency or anything that's affecting our users being able to get into the system, you know, they're ready to hop on a call with us and troubleshoot to get that resolved so that the users can get back in the system very quickly. We have our O&M contractor. They provide our help desk support, all of the system changes that we do to add new functionality to the system. They're responsible for all of that. We also have others within ERDIC besides myself that uh, provide various levels of support, whether it's our cybersecurity effort, uh, making sure that we're meeting all of our cybersecurity regulations, things like that. Of course, we'd also work with Derek and his team up there in the Construction Management Innovation Office to keep everything going. So it takes good, a large team. We also have interfaces with other systems. So we also have to communicate with the management for those systems like CFOMs, P2, contracting systems. So it's not just a small group of people that keep this up and running. It takes us all working together to keep it going. So I understand that currently 
with the help of your O&M contractor support team, uh, the RMS team delivers releases to improve RMS throughout its life. I'm wondering, uh, how are these planned to make sure RMS is functional for users that rely on the program? So we're always looking for our users to give us input on areas where we could improve the RMS experience for them. If there's an area that they're having trouble navigating or functionality that they feel like would be useful for them, we always want to hear their feedback. One of the ways we do that is we have the RSG, which is the RMS Sustainment Group, and they play a key role in helping us improve the system. It's made up of users from within each district division, and users can go to the district admins or anybody that's on the RSG and make suggestions to them for improvement. The RSG members have a Teams channel that they can go into and submit their ideas for functionality improvement. The TMO or the Construction Management Office uh, reviews those periodically about once every couple of weeks, look to see what new things, ideas they have out there. We review those, go through a process of talking with our O&M contractor to look at, you know, what's the feasibility of implementing the request? Is it going to be a major change? What impact is it going to have to other functionality within the system? Is it going to be something that's going to be beneficial to a large number of users, or is it just a few handful of users that are going to benefit from it? And then kind of based on all of our interactions, we look at which one, and we try to target the ones that are really going to improve it for the most users. We will approve those to be implemented, and then we work with our O&M contractor to get those scheduled into a release. Uh, We do releases every two months, so we've got right now for the rest of the FY, we have all of our releases planned out based on what we know so far for suggestions for improvement. As we get more things submitted, we'll relook at that and try and put some more new things in each of our releases. Sometimes we do get users that will call into our help desk and, you know, say, ask if they could submit something for a feature to be added. Uh, We do try and refer them to their district RSG members, whether it's their district admin or go talk to their supervisor and have them submit it through the RSG so that we can keep track of everything. We also solicit ideas from our O&M contractors. They're the ones that call, answer all of the help desk calls. So a lot of times they have some ideas that we could benefit from as well. So we do solicit ideas from them for improvement. That, that's really important and good to know how we, we keep and maintain these features. And I kind of want to pivot to the future in the next iteration of RMS a little bit, but Thinking about you talking about RMS here, I mean, it's something that's been around for, say, 30 years. There's probably a lot of good things in there. So, I mean, I know we always focus on, oh, needing improvement, needing change. But, you know, sometimes there's a lot of good. And I was kind of curious, like, how are we taking all of the good stuff from RMS that people have come to rely on and really make sure that's fully incorporated as you modernize this into the future? Sure, Aaron. Good question. And that's certainly um, the foundation, right, is the the capability RMS has is what we need to maintain. And then we just need to add and build upon 
that for when we start looking at a new system and, and a lot of the things that the new system will bring. The core day-to-day work that our field offices do with our contractors is, is super critical to keeping that construction project moving forward. So having an ability to, you know, get submittals submitted and tracked and, and resolved and reviewed and back to that contractor and RFIs so they can get answered quickly, technical issues can get resolved, the contractor can continue working, correspondence, modifications, pay apps, all of that sort of stuff, being able to have safety capabilities built in for things that our quality assurance reps do out there in the field, like safety checks and activity hazard analysis and and things like that. So everything that RMS currently does, the new system will do, it's just likely going to look different and be built probably from a more user-centric perspective, you know, where it's lower clicks and and more efficient workflows and and the big thing too is getting more folks into the system that currently aren't in there so we have we eliminate the manual data transfer that we have now that can cause a lot of delays and lead to you know errors and things of that nature so certainly what rms does we're going to make sure it does the new system does and does it better and there's other things like uh, renee mentioned the ability to have that financial exchange with seacombs and some of the data exchanges with P2, PCF, and getting documents to the contracting paperless contract file and things of that nature. We're all we're looking at all all of those, and those will be maintained and be operating. So you think about it's taken you know RMS has been developed for 30 years to get this point. We're now charged to replace it and bring on a new system that that does all that and more. You know, so it, it's it's a big project. You know, I think that's one thing where we've got with the core is we do have RMS. Some other agencies we've talked to didn't have anything and they were able to go to a commercial system maybe a little quicker than we are able to because we do have a lot more to take into account. And we've got a set of users that are at a level of expectation on what this thing will do. So we're mindful of that. The goal is, is obviously to change and bring out a new system to give them a better experience and a more powerful tool. That's really what we're doing. And I think at least our, you know, the one thing with us now being in charge of running RMS and the bringing on the new system is we have that experience from doing that. We can get a lot of insight into what it takes to to keep RMS operating and running. Like some of the things Renee mentioned, hopefully make us better at running the new system as well. And real quick, one thing Renee talked a lot about the process of how we keep RMS up and running and and how we vet uh, recommendations and whatnot. The main goal with RMS right at the moment is to keep it up and running and functional for our users, get any you know kinks and bugs worked out, and bring on some new functionality as we are able to. You know, we are spending most of our time on trying to get it, the new system and modernize it, but we do want to keep working on RMS while we have it. We really have focused on the core functionality of RMS and making that, you know, streamlining it to make it it's it easier, more intuitive, more consistency across some of the RMS modules in a way data goes in and out and slowly you know as we're able adding some new fade features so um, every once in a while some, there will be a, a new thing in rms and, and we've got a list that we're we're looking at now just to continue to make it a better experience and a more effective and efficient tool for the folks while we have it okay so when questions or problems come up uh, right now, how are construction management staff and RMS users able to get support for RMS? 
So we have our RMS website, which can be found at rms.usace.army.mil. And one of the ways that they can use that website is there are links at the bottom of the page to our RMS Support Center. It gives you the phone number for the RMS Help Desk, as well as a link where a user could submit a Help Desk ticket online if it's outside of our normal hours or if they want to upload some other documents that we might need in order to troubleshoot whatever error they're having. So that would be one way is through our RMS Support Center. Another way, and the next two are probably good for newer users, is we also have links to videos of all of our past trainings that we've done on RMS. We have an RMS YouTube channel, and the links to that YouTube channel are on the website under videos. We have them sorted by uh, release number for each release that we do. We do a brown bag session that we show the users what we've changed in the system and talk to them about how that functionality is going to affect them. So we have that out there. We have sections where they're grouped by topics. So if you want to know anything about the finance module, there's you know a number of different videos about the finance module or QAQC or reports. We also, because we have both government and contractors using RMS, uh, we also separate our videos out by those that are applicable to government users and those that are applicable to the contract users. And then you can also do keyword searches to find videos that might fall into multiple areas. And then we also have a documentation section where we have our user manuals. And those, we have a government user manual and a contractor user manual, and those we keep updated quarterly. So those are the main ways that a user could go about getting support. Thanks. That's really good. It sounds like there's lots of resources out there. And it's really encouraging that you're continuing to maintain RMS and make it useful and usable for everybody, even though we know we're transitioning to a, a new system in the future. And, and looking at that new system in the future, I'm sure there's staff out there that have all kinds of ideas on what's needed and how you can improve the, the next system. Uh, where can those staff go to provide input on the modernization process and uh, some of the features that they might think will be the best for them? Sure, Aaron, that's that's a great question. And we've put a lot of thought into that from day one when we started this project uh, to replace RMS. So there's been a few efforts in the past that, that have gathered data and talked to folks. So we looked at all of that when we came on and started this, this latest project. Uh, learned a lot from those efforts and, and the data collected and the research done. Since then, um, about a year ago, we did a very comprehensive survey to RMS users to gather their input on to help put together the scope for the new project to replace RMS. Um, so that was very helpful. We had a, a very high response rate on that survey, which was great, provided us a ton of information. A little over a year ago, we, we set up and, and really got the PDT put together for the project. And we have an MSC construction management platform working group. So we've got um, nine folks on that working group that represent their AOR. And really that's the, the link from the innovation office and the technology modernization office that's running and leading the project to replace RMS. That's our link to the field. So we rely on those members of that MSC working group 
to come to, to regular meetings. We meet with them bi-weekly as we're working through this process. Um, you know, they vetted the survey information and helped us disseminate it, helped us uh, analyze it, and uh, you know, help bring the uh, drafts of the PWS for the replacement project to the field and 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 got input through their AORs and in, in, the, in the ways they deem best. So we really do rely on them. And we do have on the construction management innovation portal, if you go to the construction management platform page, all of the members of that working group are listed um, there. So if you're unsure out there in a district and not sure who that working group member is, you can go to that knowledge management portal and find the name of the person that's in representing your division and that's the best way to provide input at this point on what on the project going forward so you know as we work through the acquisition process for cmp and get to the point where we actually have a contractor on board and we get through the cybersecurity stuff and we start a real uh, fundamental piece of the, the the project that folks will be most interested in and that will be taking this commercial system and configuring it to do uh, what the core needs it to do, then we'll be looking again for more ways for the folks in the field to, to be involved and have some visibility and help steer that so that when it is launched and deployed out to the field, it's been vetted and, and it works the way we need it to work for the core. A lot of different ways. Um, right now, that working group and, and knowing who your divisional working group is the best way to provide input. And I just want to mention that we have included all of the links that Derek and Renee have mentioned in the show notes for this podcast for your reference. And so with that, we are just at about at the end of our time today. But before we close, is there anything else that either of you would like to add? It was Thank you for having us and we've enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I ditto that. Thank you for having us. It's been great. We're we're really excited about this podcast series, making you know, and and the innovation initiative is is really focused on the future and bringing new things and whatnot. But we still are committed to making the resident management system experience a good one for our folks out there. So it's still a good tool, and continue to improve the tool while we've got it. So that's important. So uh, hopefully. Make it, you know, continue to make the tool a good one for the folks to use and, and also, again, provide channels for them to provide feedback on that, which we talked about, Renee mentioned. So um, great to be here. I really appreciate it and, and look forward to talking again soon. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Derek and Renee, for joining us for this edition of Inside the Castle. We appreciate you and your insights. Until next time, be safe, be innovative and be creative. Thanks for joining us for this Inside the Castle podcast. To provide your feedback, email us at cw.infrastructure.team at usace.army.mil. Stay tuned for additional Inside the Castle podcasts as we explore life inside the core and revolutionize civil works together.